in connection to Chav Cheshven, the Yom Eledes, the birthday of the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe Nishmas Eden, the Friedrich Rebbe related a story about the Baal Yom Eledes, about the Rebbe Rashab, that happened when he was a child of four or five years old, in Shabbos Parshas Vayera. The Rebbe Nishmas Eden, the Rebbe Rashab, went into his grandfather, the Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek, to receive a bracha in connection to his birthday. And he started crying. He said, why is it that Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu, and to us, or to him, Hashem does not appear? So the Tzemach Tzedek responded that when a Yid Tzedek, at the age of 99 years old, decides that he needs to have a bris milah, so he is deserving that Hashem should appear to him. The Rebbe says that we discussed already a number of times regarding the various different lessons in Avoidas Hashem that we could take out of this story. Just like all stories of Rabbi Seinu Nesiyeinu, of our Rabbeim, which had reached us, especially the stories that the Rabbeim themselves publicized. So they certainly have heroes to each and every one of us. Says the Rebbe, so here we're going to focus on another aspect of this particular story. The Friedrich Rebbe, when telling the story, was Medayik, he was particularly to, in particular to mention that the Baal Yom Eledes, the Rebbe Rashab, at the time was a child of four or five years old. Now since the words of a Nasi B Yisrael, the words of a Rebbe, especially something that he says publicly, and he says to print it, so the words of the Friedrich Rebbe, that he said that, this, that the Rebbe Rashab was four or five years old, surely these words are very accurate and precise, so we need to say that also this aspect, this detail of the story, is not only to bring out the greatness of the Rebbe Rashab, that even at such a young age he's being bothered why Hashem does not appear to him, and that it touches him so deeply to the extent that he bursts out crying, but rather that this itself is also a hero in Avodah Hashem to each and every one of us. From this we understand that even though the story contains many hoirois for every single yid, but there's a main hoiro over here for those that are of the age of four or five years old. And we don't only mean, says the Rebbe, someone that's an adult in years, and just spiritually he's like a little child of four or five. Four or five is someone that didn't come yet to the shleimus, to the complete level of chinuch, of full chinuch. That means we might be speaking about a person, an adult, that does not have das, does not have understanding and knowledge to such an extent, not only that he doesn't understand himself, but he's not even ready for full chinuch, that means even to be influenced by somebody else, and that even such a person could demand, and with an inner strength, similar to crying, what does crying show? That something touches you so strong, in a way that's higher than your own limitations. So even such a person could also, be touched to such an extent by the fact that Hashem didn't appear to him, similar to the way Hashem appears to Avram Avinu. And why should this be able to be applied to every single Yid? Because Avram Avinu is one of the three obvious of each and every Yid of all generations. And this is why that every single Yid, all of the children, have Yerusha, have as an inheritance those in Yonim that existed by the Avos, Says the Rebbe, but it's not only true regarding an adult that's not Higiyah that didn't reach the stage of Chinuch, but actually it's mainly to a child in the literal sense of a four or five year old child in the simple sense that even he could be educated in this kind of way that he should be demanding with a toikah, with strength, to the extent that he's crying of why it is that Hashem is not appearing to him like Hashem appeared to Avraham Avinu. 
Now says the Rebbe, the Rebbe is preempting a question. One may ask, how could there be even any sort of comparison and similarity between the Rebbe Rashab and every single Yiddish child? The Rebbe Rashab, being a Kadosh Mibet and holy from his mother's stomach, he's a Nasi Benasi, he's the no- a Rebbe, the son of a Rebbe. In his very youngest age, it was already noticeable the greatness that's going to be coming later. Based on a famous Gemara, the Rebbe quotes, Butzin, Butzin, Mikat Yidir, which is a moshal saying that you could tell already, referring to pumpkins, that you could tell from their earliest stage of how they are going to be when they mature. And the Gemara applies this also to Talmidi Chachamim, Tabaye and Rava, etc. So the same thing the Rebbe is saying that for the Rebbe Rashab, you could tell already from the youngest age what he's going to be like later. Obviously, the Rebbe Rashab at that point is more bardas, is on a higher intellectual level than other people, even, not only other children, but even adults. So how could you, you might ask, how could you learn a lesson regarding the chinuch of every single Yiddish child when clearly chinuch is something that really depends on each child according to his own level, according to his own knowledge and sharpness, etc.? Now, even though, says the Rebbe, it's also clear, as we just mentioned, that definitely the point of the story is Shaykh, not only to a Rebbe, a Nasi B'Yisrael, but that it has a lesson for everybody else, because as mentioned earlier, the actual fact that the story was told in public and it was printed, that itself was a proof that it's not one of those things of a Rebbe or of a Nasi, which as the Pasuk uses the term, there's certain things of a Nasi that is just completely beyond everybody else. But from the fact that the story is told to us means that it is from those things that have a connection to every single Yid. But, still concluding the question that the Rebbe is preempting, wouldn't it be enough to say that it's a Hayra for all Yidin, but at least for adults? It's a Hayra for adults. It may be even for those people that, as we said before, that Beruchnius didn't come to the full level of Chinuch. But why do we have to say that it's Shaykh even to a cotton, to a little child, Kipshuta in the simple sense, in years, to literally a four or five year old child? Says the Rebbe, so we're going to understand this by first looking at various different shiurim that we find regarding the Indian of Chinuch, regarding education. And that is, that even though it's true what we said before, that chinuch applies to each child according to his own level, his own sharpness, his own knowledge, etc. Yet there are certain aspects of chinuch that we do connect to a very particular age, to a specific age. And the Rebbe says, for example, there's a general halakha, there's a general din, the Rebbe is quoting from the Gemara over here, where one Amoyer tells another, Botsir mi barshis, that a child younger than six do not accept, and once he's six years old, you should accept him and you should fill him, you should stuff him with Torah like an ox, like stuffing an ox. In other words, that the learning of a child in this sort of style of stuffing him, giving him so much, which will obviously bring to a much higher level in the Shlemus of Chinuch generally, starts at the age of six. And even though, even over here, of course we say it's always going to depend on the health of the child, the strength of the child, etc. And if a child is weaker, we say, wait till he's seven. But nevertheless, we also say the same Gemara says, less than six, don't accept him. That means even if he's a strong, <coughs> excuse me, and a healthy child. And even if he's a healthy child, 
healthier and stronger and smarter than others that are even seven years old. So the, there's clearly a distinction between children that are less than six years old and six years old. That means this idea that once he's six years old, stuff him, fill him with toilet like an ox, which is a shleimus hachinuch, is not really dependent on the knowledge, on the ability, on the strength of the child. Then it says this is similar to the concept that we know regarding bar mitzvah. There's a shear, there's a certain shear that the Torah says that when you'd give him the mitzvahs, when he's 13 years old, he's obligated in mitzvahs. So even if he should be a child and a very clever and smart child, and maybe he's even smarter than someone that's much older, nevertheless, he's going to be potter, he's going to be exempt from mitzvahs in Torah, he cannot count for a minion, and so on and so forth. How do we understand this? What's this idea that certain shiurim are not really dependent on how smart a child is, but this is just the way that Shia did the Torah gave. So the Rebbe says this is really connected with the whole Chidush of Matan Torah, compared to the Avoidah of Torah and Mitzvahs, to the way it was before Matan Torah. So we know that the Mitzvahs and Avoidah before Matan Torah, what the Avais were able to do, was only able to reach what Chassidus refers to as Shoyrish HaNevroim, only to the root, to the source, of where this particular Neshama came from. And this is why, what really mattered was only the person's own shleimus, how perfect he's doing his own avoid in serving Hashem. Because based on his own avoid, that's what he's going to be drawing down from the person's own source. But it really didn't even matter so much the particular means of how he did the avoid. In other words, with which Gashmi is the object he did the avoid and the mitzvah. Because what mainly mattered was the person's own neshama and to which levels his, he could reach, which heights he could reach. The Rebbe says, this is why we find the Yaakov Avinu. He's able to achieve what we draw down through tefillin. He's able to achieve it through the maklois, the whole story that the Torah describes with the various different sticks that Yaakov was taking and setting up, etc., etc., as the Zoyer explains. So this is all before Matan Torah. However, the Avoid of Torah mitzvahs after Matan Torah, this draws down not only from the Shoyrish, from the source of the person's own level, but you're drawing down from Hamashem himself that's completely higher than the source of the Nevroim, than the source of the creations. And this Hamshach, this is something that really a person down here can never achieve on his own. It's only because this is the way the Eibishter set it up, that when you do a particular mitzvah, you're going to be drawing down a particular Hamshach, something, a particular level of godliness from Hashem down here into this world. And this is also why it's going to be achieved only if you do it exactly according to the specifications, the measurements that were given from Hashem by Matan Torah. In fact, says the Rebbe, even nowadays, if you should have a tzaddik like Yaakov Avinu, he would also be able to do the same sort of thing of achieving through the sticks, like what Yaakov was achieving. But again, he's only going to draw down, he's only going to reach according to the own, his own shoyresh, according to the great level of the avoid of that particular tzaddik. But you don't have this idea of the hamshacha of Hashem himself, which is completely beyond what we could reach on our own, which this only comes with the avoid of after Matan Torah. Says the Rebbe, just like it's refer, just like it is regarding mitzvahs generally, that every mitzvah has its own limitations, its own way of doing it, and this is the only way you could draw down from Hashem is only if you do it exactly as it's prescribed by the Torah. Says the Rebbe, in a similar way is regarding the time of the obligation. That the fact that we say, that you can have a child, and it's a very young child, and he may be much smarter than someone that's much older. 
But that's still only what's called his own shleimus, his own personal level of achievement or perfection of the nivra of the creation. However, those aspects that come, it's not matan toirim, it's not what Hashem is giving, what Hashem is being drawn down, then this has to be exactly according to the way it's prescribed from above with the exact limitations. So for example, the idea that it could only start when the child is 13 years old. And back to what we're talking about here, so too in Chinuch, there's a certain Shleimus of Chinuch, which we call this idea of stuffing him like an ox, that starts at the age of six. So again, regardless of how smart or simple the child is, every child has this shear that the Torah gave of a six-year-old boy. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand and apply it back to our case. Since what the Friedrich Rebbe was telling us was that the Rebbe Rashab at the time was younger than six years old, he was four or five years old. So despite the fact that he's very great in his das and his knowledge and understanding, even at that age, nevertheless, in regards to those aspects of Matan Torah, again, these inyanim that are drawn down from above the way it's set up, Mitzat Torah, he is still on that level of younger than a six-year-old boy, and therefore he didn't reach this level that Torah calls the Shleimus of Chinuch. Says the Rebbe, so since by telling this story, when the free Rebbe told the story, when he publicized the story, which shows that it's clearly not something only for the Nesiyah Yisrael, only for the Rabbeim. And the Friedrich Rebbe was particular to say this detail, that the Rebbe Rashab at the time was a child of four or five years old. That tells us that this is Shaykh to every single Yiddish child that's younger than six years old, since according to those um, limitations of what Torah says, according to the measurements that Torah says, they're, they're, they, this child of less than six years old is in that same category of Chinuch as what the Rebbe Rashab was. Says the Rebbe, so now, based on this that we say now, that by publicizing the story, the Friedrich Rebbe was trying to tell us in, the, in a way a, a, the Chinuch is supposed to go, even with a little child in the literal sense. We can now understand how this story contains not just a Hayroah, some lesson in Avoidus Hashem, even for little children, but that there's a major essential chiddush and total novel idea over here in regards to the whole idea of chinuch. And that is, it's known what the Rambam elaborates regarding the way we learn with a child. We have to encourage the child with those things that are suitable, that are loved by the child according to his age, according to his maturity. So the example is, that the Rebbe brings from the Rambam over here, we tell the child, you read these psukim and I'll give, I'll give you nuts and other sweet things, etc. Because according to his young age and the level of his mind, which is not so developed yet, he doesn't understand yet the, the real quality of all the, of all the proper and good things. Says the Rebbe, and yet what's our story telling us? That here what's being demanded of a child is that it should touch him so deeply. What should bother him? Not physical good or things or similar or similar ideas, but rather what should bother a child is why is Hashem not appearing to him? That means we need to educate a child that godliness should become so much part of his life. This should be the things that are loved by him, that this should bother him and should concern him so much, that it should concern him so much that Hashem doesn't appear to him similar to the way he appeared to Avram Avinu. Says the Rebbe, if we wouldn't have the story with the Rebbe Rashab, says the Rebbe, we don't know whether in fact we would be able to be poil, we'd be able to achieve this type of feeling by every Yiddish child. Because since by nature, as we quoted from the Rambam, a child is drawn to Gashmi as the things, so we need to educate a child with those things that are beloved to him that he likes. 
But once we have this story, especially after the Friedrich Rebbe told the story publicly and said to print it, says the Rebbe, it's an absolute clear thing, it's a certainty, that with this was revealed, and furthermore, it was like a new channel was opened up, a new way was opened up in Chinuch, that now through proper Chinuch, we could break these Bad, the, these, these, these limitations of nature that we said before of a Yiddish child, the way it seemed to me, that it's only to do with Gashmi's things, but rather we could accustom them to really want and desire Ruchnius to bring out such a tremendous yearning for, for, for Hashem to reveal Himself to them. And this should be their whole concern. Says the Rebbe, if we see a Yiddish child, that it really doesn't bother him. He's not concerned about the fact that Hashem doesn't appear to him. It's not because this child is not shaykh to this, but it's because the machanach, because the educator, was not speaking to the child with dvarim ha-yoytzim and alev, with words coming from his heart. Up until this point of the sikha, the Rebbe is focusing on the cry of the Rebbe Rashab. Now the Rebbe turns to the answer of the Tzamech Tzedek. says, the Rebbe, just like there's a hayrah from the question and the crying of the Rebbe Rashab, a lesson for every Yiddish child as discussed now at length. So too, it's also understood that the response, the answer of the Tzamech Tzedek to the Rebbe Rashab, that a Yiddish Tzadik at 99 years old, he decides to have a bris milah. He's deserving that Hashem should appear to him. So this answer, this is an answer and therefore also shaykh to the education of every single Yiddish child. What is the Tzamech Tzedek saying? The Tzamech Tzedek is not saying that Hashem appears only to Avraham Avinu, because he decided to have a bris at 99 years old, but to anybody else, especially in this case, someone like the Rebbe Rashab, this has absolutely no shaykhs to. If that's what the Tzemach Tzedek was saying, is that Tzemach Tzedek should have just said simply that you cannot compare to Avraham Avinu. So rather, the Tzemach Tzedek is giving a message over here how every single person could come to Vayera Elav Hashem. Every person could merit somewhat of this revelation of godliness. That when a person has a hachlot, when a person decides that no matter what spiritual level they're at, even if they're like a tzaddik of the age of 99 years old, but if we have that decision that we need to be mal ourselves, that means to say that we need to still work hard on removing, on uncovering any blockages, any concealments of the world that conceal ungodliness. And we work on removing that. This type of feeling, says Rebbe, this is shayach to every single yid, every single person. Because even though we say that Avram Avinu, he was a tzaddik at 99 years old, and that he was, as described, Yom and Shleim, and his days were perfect in, a, in his in avoided to Hashem. And therefore, when he decides to be mal himself, that means to ensure that he's not, that he's not um, disturbed by the concealment of the world. So obviously, it's going to be a greater, much greater chiddush by him than the achlot of someone that's not a tzaddik. But the Rebbe says, we know there's a concept that of opening the channel. That means once someone worked on a particular Indian and brought it into the world, then this opens the channel for everybody else. So if Avram Avinu did this, this opens the channel that everyone could achieve this sort of attitude and this sort of idea with much less effort. And especially, says the Rebbe, now that we're after Matan Torah, so we could, through a much smaller and a much easier avoid, accomplish that which the Avois achieved through their hard avoid and Yagiyah. And therefore, this too is shaykh to every single yid. And therefore, says the Rebbe, this is the hayrad of the Tzmach Tzedek's answer in the area of chinuch, even to ketanim, even to little children. That is, that after we bring out this strong yearning and desire of a child, that Hashem should appear to him. 
We now need to explain to the child that the way to achieve this is through the decision that you always have to circumcise yourself. That means you always have to be removing the concealment of the world, removing that blo- those blockages. That means we need to educate a child not to be nispoil, not to be impacted of the concealments of the world, of the blockages of the world. They shouldn't be, in, in other words, they shouldn't care about what the world says, rather what the Torah wants. And this achlota needs to be so strong as a child that gam kiaskin, that even when he grows old, he won't move away from it. That means it needs to be so deeply rooted inside of him that he'll always remember, even when he's a much higher stage, and a much greater stage in Avodis Hashem, there always needs to be this attitude that he needs to circumcise himself. And then that brings it, even at his young age, he should have the Vayera El of Hashem. That means he should have a level of godliness that's illuminating himself and his environment in a way as Vahoya Hashem that Hashem is his light all of the time. Says the Rebbe, just like our Abayim opened a new channel in the Indian of Chinuch, in regards to being Adam Lamakim between man and Hashem, that is, as discussed, that we can educate Yiddish children now to desire in Yanum of Yiddishkeit, not just because of reward, but rather in a way that these things should become their life, part of their life, that it bothers them to the extent of crying why Hashem doesn't appear to them as He appeared to Avraham Avinu. Says the Rebbe, we also find this Nekuda in, a, in an area of in, in Yonam Shabin Adam Lachaveri between man and his fellow. And here too is a story of the Rebbe Rashab of the Baal Yemei Ledes, again when he was a little boy. When the Rebbe Rashab was four years old, the tailor one time brought a particular garment that he had sewn for the Rebbe Rashab's mother. And when the when she was trying on or when they were looking at the particular garment, the tailor was there as when, when they were measuring to see if the garment is right, the Rebbe Rashab innocently pulled out a little piece of cloth from the tailor's pocket. In other words, it was a little bit of cloth from this original material that should have gone to the Rebbetzin, and it was in his pocket. So the tailor was very, very embarrassed and started excusing himself. He forgot about this piece of material that remained, etc., after the tailor left, so the Rebetzin, the mother of the Rebbe Rashab, sort of told him off that because of him, the tailor was embarrassed. And when the Rebbe Rashab heard this, so he started crying bitterly. A few weeks later, the Rebbe Rashab, again a little boy, goes into his father, the Rebbe Maharash, and he asks, how could one correct the Avera, how does one do tshuva, how does one correct the Avera of embarrassing someone? So his father asks him, why do you want to know? And so he said he just wants to know. He didn't want to give the details of what actually happened. Later on, the Rebbe Rashab's mother asked him, why didn't you want to tell your father the whole story? So he responds, isn't it enough that I, that I messed up once in embarrassing someone? Should I now be over? Should I now transgress? Rechilus gossip and Lashon Hara? Says the Rebbe, at first glance, when you look at the story, there doesn't seem to be such a terrible inion of halbonas ponim of embarrassing someone. Because, first of all, as the diuk and the sipper was, the, the particular detail in the story was, the Rebbe Rashab did this completely innocently, completely unintentionally, it was completely bishayi, he didn't mean to do anything. Furthermore, it wasn't barabim, it wasn't in public, only his mother, was, the Rebbe was there. And nevertheless, as soon as he hears that the, the tailor was embarrassed, it bothers him so much that he starts c- crying bitterly. What does this show? 
He was bothered not so much that he was the one that caused the tailor to be embarrassed, and he deserves a punishment or something like that, but it, even more what's bothering him is he's really touched and bothered the actual fact that here is the tailor was embarrassed. And this is also why he didn't want to tell his father about this. Even though the fact that he doesn't respond to his father, that itself could have been an issue of kibudav, and yet he doesn't want to tell his father about it. Why? Because he doesn't want the tailor to be embarrassed. And furthermore, the Rebbe says, telling his father would have only been for correcting the Avera. But the actual, he couldn't handle, he couldn't stand the actual fact to speak bad about another yid in any way whatsoever. Says the Rebbe again, since the story was being told to us, together with the emphasis that the Rebbe Rasha was a four-year-old boy at the time, this is again a proof to this idea that we could educate every single child also in this way. Says the Rebbe, from all of this we have the lesson to what extent the obligation we have every single year to be mishtadled, to put in so much effort in the union of chinuch, of education, both in regards to our own children, as the pisgam of the Baal Yom led us of the Rebbe Rashab, famous pisgam, that just like putting on tefillin every single day is a mitzvah da'irais on every single yid, regardless if he's a gadol b'tayra or a simple person, so too there's an, so too there's an absolute obligation on every single year to think every single day, a half hour about the chinuch of children, and to do everything within our power, and even more than that, to see, to make sure that the children are going in the path that we're educating them. But the same thing is true, and says the Rebbe, this is also, this is the same thing is true regarding other Yiddish children, whose parents, for whatever reason, didn't give them a proper chinuch. Because then the obligation is on every single chacham v'chacham Yisrael to ensure that these children get a chinuch, a proper chinuch. Says Rebbe, and through setting up these tzivis Hashem, through this was setting up these tzivis Hashem, which will go out of Galus, with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, through Mashiach Tzidkeinu, Bekarev Mamash.